It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. Sorry, we are so sorry. Please accept our apologies. We are sorry. You want to know why? Because you had to wait a whole week, true believers, for another episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol Pavlog brought to you by the Professional Casual Network. I, of course, am your host, Chuck. It's me. And I'm joined once again by the CEO, Editor in Chief, Supreme Ruler, Reptilian Overlord of the Professional Casual Network. It's Jim. That's me. It's you. <laughs> And we are joined once again by the guy who has information and a computer. Dan! <laughs> I don't like it when I blur gimmicks from other shows. Yeah. Like Elite Eight Showdown on all podcasting adventures. Speaking of, get ready, True Believers, because tonight, yeah. unlike normal, we recorded Elite Eight Showdown before this show. We so did. Get ready for a weird energy. <laughs> it's going to be oh, real no. weird. It's going to be a really weird energy tonight. I find it's weird. It was weird having energy for a late showdown. (laughs) Not having it drained out of my body doing this show. You know what I mean? (laughs) We have a lot to talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, what we have to talk about is uh, heading over to beardedragongames.online. Use promo code PCME10. Get yourself 10% off your order. All the pre orders are up for whatever's coming out so far. Yeah. Uh, So. All the Spider Foes, Amazing Spider-Man, and Black Cat is up there. Which come out this Friday, right? No. No, they don't no? come out They're till, supposed to. Yeah, they oh, got bumped they back. Bumped? To like mid to end end July. July 16th? Oh, okay. Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, something like that. Dumb. Um, Dallas Kemp wouldn't have done that to us. That's same. actually very accurate. Shout out to Dallas Kemp. Patron saint. Uh, War Machine and Falcon are up there. Um and Jean Grey and Voldemort mm-hmm. are up there as well. Yep. Um, Omega Red is he there? Delta Red is actually up currently. Delta Omega Red. Red will be up later this week. Yeah, Amper. Because I couldn't call him Delta Green. That's taken. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, if you play Omega Red and Delta Green, though, uh, great game for Christmas. It's true. You might not actually not die if you played Omega Red in that game. Yep. There will be death, but it'll be death spores. <laughs> Just don't be the spore loser. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, it's a cash register sound. That's not a rim shot. <laughs> nuts. Ah, uh, nuts. All right. So we have a lot to talk about tonight. We are going to be talking about our game that we played over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Yes. We did the ultimate encounters. Mutant Masterworks? Mutant yeah. Magneto Mutant Masterworks. Yeah. Yep. I remembered. You did. Kind of proud of myself. I honestly didn't. And I yeah. like stared at that card the entire game. You did. Yeah. Um, we have a lot to discuss about that. I have a lot of feelings, both good and bad, about it. Yeah. Um, but we also are gonna talk about Gene Gray and uh Haggard. Um Yes. Haggard the Or no, I guess we're just talking about Gene Gray. They didn't actually give us uh uh 
Patrick Stewart, did they? No. 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 They just gave us Gene Gray card. They gave us a Gene Gray card, which we could talk about. And of course the panel to play on Omega Red. Let's talk about the panel to play first. And then we'll we'll save the uh we'll save the Ultimate Encounters for the end of the For when show. it gets cut out of the video at the yep. end. And that's a great idea. <laughs> yep. That's a great idea. Hopefully that's been completely resolved because you figured it out. Don't ever talk to me that way again. <laughs> that was a little patronizing, boss. Uh, you know, I was trying boy. to be uplifting. I felt patronized. Yeah, that was weird. Patreon.com slash professional casual. There you there go. You go. <laughs> right? That's what we're going with there? Yeah. For as little as $1, get access to our hot Discord. We're, we got a lot of MCP talk going on in there. We do. Mm. It's crazy. Lots of only of- only real fans of this show would give us a dollar a month. Correct. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the Omega Red panel to play. Shout out to our boy Scotty. Yeah. Shout out to our boy West. Shout out to our boy Colin, uh, MC1 Gamer. Devin. Luke. Devin and yeah, Luke. Luke. Zach. Zach. Mitch. Mitch. Oh, oh yeah, MC1. I mean, I thought Colin was MC1 Gamer. Oh, then I don't know who the Colin guy is. Well, shout out to Colin. Yeah, shout out to Colin. I just I thought it was the same dude. Hey, all right, shout out to you. MC and Mitch is like he's got like multiple comments on every video. It's great. Thanks for helping our algorithm. Yeah, for real, man. (laughs) Huh. All right. Yeah. I don't. I was told don't go look at the comments. They're just gonna upset you. On every other show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's pretty good. Oh, all right. It's weird. Generally positive, which yeah. is nice. Oh, I should probably go read those comments yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was told, hey, fam, don't read the comments. You're just going to drive yourself crazy. And I just had never read a comment. I have told that to people yep. uh, on this network. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that being said, let's talk about the panel to play for Omega Red. Yes. Um, what's going on? I, so the model looks dope oh, as dope hell. As oh. Yeah, Psylocke super, looks dope. Yeah, so super good. hyped about this new Psylocke model. It's a joke that is never not going to be funny to us. Same. Um, what what's he, what's he got going on? You're uh, the you're the so information a lot, guy. Actually, as far as a panel to play goes, we were given like actual information, like stats, like numbers and stuff, instead of just like this is their builder, this is their not builder, which is what we got for Gene Gray. But luckily, we got the card pretty quickly. But yeah, so we were right actually about a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So his builder is uh. Car- How do you say that, Dan? Is it car carbonara? It's like bacon <laughs> pasta, right? <laughs> it's got a spit take out of Charlie. Uh, carbonadium. Carbonadium coils. Carbonation. Carbonation. <laughs> uh, it's a soda stream. Yep. So what it does is it's a range three, strength five attack Sticky. that allows him to drain life from the target, which we had all assumed was going to be there. I thought it was going to be a sap, mm-hmm. but it's actually a heal. Yeah. So if he does damage, he removes one damage from himself, which is red. I, I like sweet. that there's a cap on it like that. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah. Did damage happen? Yes. You get some, you heal one. I figured it was going to be, he would heal one per damage dealt, but I can totally see that being way too strong. So having it just be, if he does damage, he heals one. Yeah. Power I'm like okay that, that, they'd probably put on a three. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm still shocked it's not on Lizard. Um, his other attack is Red Terror. Four power, strength seven, um, and can be either physical or energy, which I love. Yeah. I love that a lot. Um, it gets even scarier because it has the absorb essence rule. If a wild is rolled, he can change one of the defender's successful defense dice into a failure and gains one power for each dice he flips in this way. So I'm assuming it's 
per wild. Uh, that's yeah, how I read it too, because otherwise, why would they specify gains one for each die he flips? Right. So this is very similar to Craven. Well, Craven and who's confusing? Someone who's already out is a Sabretooth gets to count multiple wilds in an ability he has, or oh, Doctor Octopus. Uh, it, it okay. I thought there was somebody else. I thought you were just saying that when we had the Craven panel to play, it was a, it was pretty unclear how that one ability was going to work, yeah. and we kind of guessed right. What you guys did, I wasn't on that episode, but I, I think here it's just a, a little, maybe even a typo. Yeah. Well, it says he can change one of the defender's successful defense dice into a failure, and gains one power for each die he flips in this way. So, like, which is it? Is it one or operate tooth? Weird. Yeah. I, so from the writing of that, I'm assuming it's going to be per. Yeah, uh, I think it's for each wild. You can change one, which is kind of a cool upgraded Pierce. Or maybe it is one. Well, since it's a spender, it should be. Yeah. Right. Know? Yeah, that's super fair, actually. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that as the the addition to his spender, like strength seven four power. You're probably not going to do that unless you're hoping to, to finish somebody off. Typically is what I see spenders for. And half the time it's like, like lizard he can do bleed and slow on his spender but it's like i don't really care about those when i'm rolling a bunch of dice i want to do damage with those seven yeah. or whatever dice where here i like how it benefits it's a buff for omega red instead of a debuff for the target i like that a lot because if i finish somebody off with seven dice yeah and then he gets two or three power from it sweet yeah then being able to most likely potentially do that one after another granted that's a, a very lucky roll but yeah um but still, I also assume is that is going to be range three, um, though the strength and power cost of that particular attack makes me think we're looking at a, a three or a four threat here versus something higher. I think he's going to be four. I, yeah, I think um, I think we're going to see a power creep. And they're going to put him at a three since he's part of Brotherhood anyway. Mm. They don't have a because they have a six threat leader. Yeah, they have Sabretooth at a three. Super or Saber Tooth at a four, sorry. Uh, Mystique at a three. And Toad at a two. And Toad at a two. It makes sense for him to be a three. Juggernaut comes out, he's a five. Yeah. And then just fill the gaps in there. For for squad building, I think that makes sense. Depending on his stamina and defenses, he's he's sounding a bit like a four to me with, right. with the, the death spores. Granted, well. I would have said that maybe right. he is going to be a four because that would mean uh, two, three, four, four, five, six. Um, because we all thought Sinister was going to be put in Brotherhood, and he wasn't. Yeah, he's a four. Yep. So yeah, uh, super weird. But and it's uh, so very legitimately because of the other stuff in his um his kit that we're about to go over. If his health and defenses are standard, I see him absolutely being a three, especially with a little bit of the power creep that is happening. If his defenses are good, if he's like a a four three three or a three four three with six six health or five six health i could see him being a four yeah um but it, it's all going to come down to honestly the most boring part of the card which are the defenses and the health i think that plays a lot into threat value oh ton a ton for sure especially stamina because there's some characters that are very similar but one has one more point of stamina on either side of their card and they're a four threat mm-hmm um, I could see him getting a throw. It's not on here, but I'd be shocked if he doesn't have one. Um, he's got a pull. Oh, no, we didn't get to that yet. Yeah. So on. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about the pull, though, too. I don't think he'll have a throw. I think he'll have a push. I could see that, too. I just think it would make a lot more sense. 
Like he's knocking you back versus throwing you, you know, picking him and throwing you, but who knows? Um, so those carbonara coils aren't just for whipping people and draining right. their life away. They're also useful for snaring targets and pulling them in close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's very comparable to Venom with that. With yeah, another he sounds, he sounds like he's going to probably be a medium move Venom. Mm. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, honestly, some healing. Mm hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Holes so, are great too. One of the the huge things that he does is he has an ability where at the end of his turn, anyone within range two of him just gets poisoned. Right. But death spores for two power once per turn. He can also just flat inflict two damage to all poisoned characters within range two. Death in factor. the order of your choosing two. That is so rad. Range two isn't a huge area. No, but. Honestly, A2 effectively well, is not. But he also does it to people that end their move within two of him. Really? Both if he ends within two of them and if they end within two of him. Oh, he just wow. has this cloud around him. Just, so like if people need to get in close to do a, a, a close range physical attack, yeah. they're going to get poisoned. And he's on a medium sized base. Yeah, he's got a pretty he's, big area. He's on a bigger base, the Angela base. Yeah, so. he's just there cutting muffins, you know? Yeah. So means farting oh it's like i've never heard that term before um i knew it <laughs> maybe it's because i'm cutting muffins um but that said he's being cutting those muffins all day long yeah to anyone that moves near him i i forgot about that part because i can't read but that's even better yeah, yeah he's definitely a four yeah. yeah i think that death spores is gonna put him over that edge. It's, oh then, yeah i really hope he's not a five uh, me too like I really want some good strong four threat characters. Yeah, what a what a strong counter though for bringing any melee combatant near mm-hmm. him at all. Like they are going to get poisoned before the end of their turn. Yep. And then if they do any damage to him at all, so mm-hmm. he has any power, that he's going to be doing a flat automatic two damage back. Fuck you! It's done. It's yep. happening. It's on you. Uh, flat damage is so brutal. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. I don't even have to make sure there's a building next to him. Right, it's just gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> Brotherhood does have a three because they got uh, Quicksilver and and Wanda are there, so they have a five. Also, they have two threes. Then they right. have two threes. I can see him being a four then. Yeah, and that's yeah. assuming he's Brotherhood because we all assumed Sinister was gonna be and he wasn't. Omega Red is very typically a loner yeah. villain. Like right now, he works for Dracula. First off, Dan, maybe he'll be part of the Midnight Suns, <laughs> Roxon Corporation. Yeah, every. <laughs> You know, I'd expect you to know this, but you being the regurgitating encyclopedia that you are. <laughs> Fair. He's in the opening scene in the 92 cartoon series where he's running with the Brotherhood to hit the, you know, Red Rover, Red Rover, come on over, wall of death in the opening mm-hmm. scene. So, yeah, but so old. was Warpath. And he was like yeah. X Factor and or X Force. And like he was never a bad guy. Well, Omega Red could be an X Force, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah i guess yeah he's probably wolverine's brother oh yeah, yeah. i think i think yeah. that's in the movie you're right yeah yep um it'd be really interesting if he was on brotherhood and x-force, X- x-force. yeah like maybe Sabertooth. he'll join punisher as the only person that doesn't fit anywhere in the movie, he'll be in cabal <laughs> in the movie hulk versus wolverine yeah omega red so was in fact part of the group with Sabretooth, deadpool Whoever else was there. That was yeah. like Deadpool. Wolverine. He was so good in that. Bang, bang, bang. I, I mean, think that's where they got bang, bang, bang from. 
Yeah. From that movie. Yep. He just runs back and forth going bang, 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 bang. Just that opening thing where you finally see Deadpool. He shoots Wolverine with a super Wolverine tranquilizer. And he's like, he's like, hey, Logan, I shot you. <laughs> As he like faints. It's really good. That's, That's what? So good. what? What month? Uh, Hulk, Hulk versus, versus Wolverine. Oh, so I think I surprisingly good. Yeah, and that's on Disney Plus. Probably. Yeah, I, I saw it. I thought I had so, already yeah. watched Hulk versus it. Versus Thor is not as good. It's okay, yeah. but it's just it doesn't have all those extra great characters. Got Korgs. Mm. I forget what they're called. Yeah, okay. yeah that, it was on Netflix Hulk for a long time, but I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's yeah. on Disney Plus now. So good. So I I mean I love Omega Red. He was my favorite in uh X Men vs. Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, he was yep. like Omega yeah. Red. That's how that's the only time that I actually knew who he actually was and what he could do, mm-hmm. other than the intro scene, because I never made it to his episodes in the X-Men. So Same. when as a kid anyway. I always wanted to use that move that he did in uh X-Men versus Street Fighter uh-huh. uh by putting his coils into the ground and grabbing someone and then like shocking them. Right. I tried to put my wiener in like the ground and have it come up in other places and like it worked. Yeah. But did you never... shock anybody with it? Though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyone right. that saw it pop out that other side was like, whoa. <laughs> um but I yeah. just he gets you were a just lot screaming eat dirty people. Like well, yeah, that's that's yeah. the part that confused them. <laughs> right, right. Fair. I feel like Omega Red has gotten a lot of crap over the years about just being this weird character and like yeah. his design is so odd but i think it just i just love very top heavy it look it works so well i don't know i've always really liked omega red there's one behind you on the shelf an old die cast one from the 90s Mm. there he is oh he died i think one of his tentacles has fallen out because the thing is like 25 years old yeah there it is look at that bad boy (laughs) we already got him we got the model out of base there you go thanks uh across the bifrost they send us all of our models early. Oh, do they? That's sweet of That's them. That's canon now. Eckert. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super stoked for him. He seems rad. He's got actually new, interesting stuff going on. He's not basic uh, in literally any definition that we've described on the show. Right. No. So, yeah. Was, just Death Spores alone makes him not mm-hmm. basic. Oh, that's so rad. Like, I love it. Yeah. I can't think of anything comparable either that we've seen so far. Like, that seems completely new. This, like, area miasma yeah um the sun is actually a miasma of incandescent plasma God. so <laughs> write that down in your dream journals i don't want to i'm not gonna do that i had to keep a dream journal one time in my sculpture class Ooh. to it was like you wake up and you like make a sketch or write whatever you could do and you had to make we had to make a sculpture from it at the end of the year I actually had to make a sculpture in my dream class. So. All right, let's fight. Um, well, Jean Grey I... card got dropped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dan wanted to have a fight with me about this. Um, I did. <laughs> that's what you said. You said you wanted a lively debate. And every time I hear lively debate, I assume that means I'm going to scream at people uncontrollably for about 20 minutes. All right. Now, hypothetically, oh, God, let's assume no. that Jean Grey. <clears throat> I think we have diff- just like basic. I think we have different definitions of the word debate. Yeah, <laughs> no. If the debate doesn't end with "Well, fuck you too," then I don't think we're doing it right. Yeah. So yeah. make a long story short. Oh, head over to Patreon.com/slash/professionalcasual. Give us a one dollar, and yeah. you get access to the Discord where Dan and I argue about things. Yeah, you see feelings get hurt a lot yep. on particular boards of that Discord, yep. and then. Actually, really good discussions about other things and other. Accurate. And other. Well, there are any feelings hurt there? We have a small disagreement here. 
I don't think Jean Grey is a broken. I don't think she is showing power creep. And Charlie doesn't agree. I so I think it's really important for us to establish when you guys see these cards drop. How do you look at the characters? Do you just look at the information that's in front of you? Or do you process how she will be implemented into rosters, squads, and things of that nature? As an individual only. Honestly, super guilty of that. Okay. I mean, initially, I think um, with something new, especially something like Jean Grey, who we, we were discussing, is she going to be like 90s cartoon Jean Grey and just be terrible like and just do nothing like Nebula? Which is, or is the impression be- that I got from the model. Right. And, and how they've kind of established already that, well, we are we will be releasing characters multiple times. Like right. we have Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man. This is the grown up version. So I took this as. We're going to get a young version of Jean Grey here. Like we got like Storm being a three threat. Clearly, she's early in her career. She's not she's not, you know, the goddess that she should have like she easily could have been a a five or six threat. With her powers. So Jean being five is like, okay. so I might when I look at these, I I look at it face value first. Then I think, how does this compare to others in that threat range or at that threat value? And for me, Jean is like she she's a five. So she's good. She's got a lot of good stuff going on, but I don't see her as uh, showing power creep because I don't see her like far and away better than other fives. I think she's kind of like right in the middle. I think she is an overly efficient five creeping into six because of what she's going to provide to X-Men specifically and really any other group, but specifically X-Men alone. And I don't think X-Men needed a five. They have cable. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> right. They cable. need a two, but I they need a three other than Storm. Beast. Oh, I always fucking forget about Beast. Did Deadpool, Deadpool. get added to X-Men? No. No, he's just X-Force. He's X-Force. Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind another uh, Wolverine's a four as well. First so. off, let's just clarify this right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool absolutely deserved to be in the Avengers because when Tony Stark was defunded and he had been bankrolling the Avengers forever, Deadpool came in and completely saved the Avengers financially by starting the Mercs for Money and selling <laughs> Deadpool merchandise out of the base <laughs> of the Avengers building. Uh, See, I might that have was some canon knowledge, for like but... three years that the only reason the Avengers were still around was because Deadpool was merchandising himself to make the Avengers That's enough hilarious. money to survive. I, say, I have some knowledge about some stuff here, but Tim definitely beats me in Deadpool knowledge. Fair. In general. I don't like that uh, as a just because Deadpool's so uh, fedora-y now. Yep. Yeah. I want to distance myself a little bit, but I do still really like him. That's fair. I like Deadpool. We get it. But let's we get it. Let's, let's go over her card. Yeah. All right. So she's six health, medium move. Oh, I'll, I'll do it today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I started to, and you cut me off. Yeah, I, I don't like, know. Uh oh. I, I was like, I, here you go, info guy. Listen, I want to. Uh, I I want to get home and have sex with my wife. So look, watch how fast I'm gonna do this, <laughs> birthday right. boy. All right. Uh, six health, medium movement. Not my birthday. Two height. Another month. Five threat. Height. Three, four, five, which is super unique as Hate far it. as Very defenses different. go. Her builder, psionic blast, range four, strength five, obviously zero to use, uh, gains power equal to the damage dealt on a wild has sap. Super basic, honestly. It's very good because it's ranged and it's mystic. The sap doesn't put this one overflowing for me. 
Um, mm. And as as a five, she should have a, a six strength. Um, I'm a little surprised it's not six strength, but that'd be the exact same as Modox. Right, or Scarlet Witches, both fives with Mystic Builders that would make it super, you know, across the board. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I... But it's actually more comparable to threat four threat visions but him his is a beam yeah so it's better yeah Uh, but it is energy so that true i mean so slightly weaker than mystic in a way yeah so i do get that but still i mean visions is very solid why are so many of the five threats mystic based it drives me a little crazy yes thor absolutely i regularly forget that thor is a five i do too uh but like ebony maw well and like that's kind of my point of power creep modok is Enchantress four or five? Four. Four. Um, that's kind of my point of power creep in the sense of I don't see it from from release to release, but you look at Thor and you say, oh, I kind of forget he's a five threat because he kind of starts to feel like a four when you start looking at these new fives that are coming out. You know I what I mean? Like he's just ever the put him at a four just because the charge with an automatic stagger is so stupid good. With that six. Yeah, but it costs three. So? He can't do it unless he's already got enough energy on him because he only gets to at the beginning no of the one can do a charge for free on turn one uh valkyrie 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 Isn't hers too right she's like six points though right <laughs> yes she just Ag- dies i mean on our channel she's a two yeah she's, no, she's nothing for me yeah but her spender is telekinetic forces it's a physical attack range three strength nine six power to get off uh but before damage is dealt if the target character is size four or less this character may throw the target away small. Awesome. Automatic. Not a wild to use. That is by far one of the biggest and most awesome parts of that particular ability. Also explosive. Uh, Before damage is dealt, other enemy characters within range two of the target characters suffer one damage. Because you can throw before that explosion goes off, you can choose effectively whether you want to blow up before or after. Real quick. um, I don't know if your argument is all... I don't know where I stand on your argument of vision being better. Um, just the builder. Yeah. Just well, and but thing. in comparing builders, I'm yeah. talking about it is beam four, which is really good. Um, it's strength five. So it's the same strength. Mm-hmm. He's only getting one energy instead of getting uh, per target. So if you hit. Yeah. Okay. If you hit all yeah. of Dan's team, because they're clumped together for some reason, you get I mean, like I guess, but more power. often, more often than not, maybe you're only getting one to two. Yeah. He you know what I mean? Much though, because his throw only costs two. Yeah, it's true. That's <laughs> uh, true. True. It's dumb. I hate that. But so I, the it. things that make her a five are her health and defense for me, for sure, and the abilities that we're about to get into, because they are certainly better than I initially thought. Thankfully, Chuck yeah. explained them a little bit better. Well, because like her attacks are both good, but they're not anything crazy. I don't yeah. think like telekinetic force sounds awesome mm-hmm. but also costs six power which yes she could potentially generate and it's physical on turn two i totally missed until just now that it's physical yeah which we all know is the most common is the mm-hmm. like best defense in the game so her attacks are nothing they don't blow me away they're good yeah. it makes being it, able to throw size four characters yeah but here's the thing it's range shit. three it's nine strength and it costs two uh energy less than Iron Fist's like go to greatest move ever award. She's almost twice the price of Iron Fist, though. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's a more efficient yeah. uh, version yeah. of Iron Fist that, like, you kind if you're going to bring Jean Grey for all the other things, you really don't need to bring Iron Fist now at a three. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
Let's see, you want two strength nine attacks. So as far as yeah, because the last time you used it worked out so well for you. So <laughs> as far as superpowers yeah. go, this is the quickest uh, read of this card ever. Uh, she has two innates, flight and latent psychic potential. Obviously, flight is flight, uh, but she also gets an additional power during the power phase. Mm -hmm. Battlefield manipulation costs three. This is a uh, active. Choose an interactive terrain feature, size four or less. Throw it. Medium. Medium. So within range three, size four or less, throws at medium once per turn. Um, comparing this to other throws, it is a little bit different. It does have one small benefit, but for the most part is not as good as Scarlet Witches or Cables or Magnetos. Isn't it it is thick? only interactive terrain, but theirs are normally X to use. So this will cost the same amount for a size one, two, or three threat as it will uh, for anyone else yeah it's throw it medium more. too which it is medium which brutal is very good yeah because i think isn't cables only a short i don't know what cables is offhand i think his is medium i believe this is this is exactly the same as scarlet Witch's telekinesis is it yeah oh hers isn't a uh i maybe i keep putting the magneto template onto other people assuming that it is a pay x maybe yeah scarlet Witch is choosing an interactive train feature size four or less within three throw a medium three power okay Actually, that, that makes later discussions even better. And then we have matter transmutation, which I don't know if Jean Grey was ever accused of transmuting things before, but choose another allied character or choose another just character, enemy or friend, friend mm -hmm. or foe, a I friend. I like enemy. that. Uh, but they have to have an activated token. Weird. And be within range two, but you can push them small. Uh, they can, a character can only be moved this way once per turn. It does cost three, but this is actually super huge for objective holding yeah. it would be, be onto something and push someone off especially after they've already spent their activation right over there mm -hmm. it's red because then they can't spend the activate you know on their activation to get back on on yeah. an objective it's your enemy more importantly you're putting a character that potentially got pushed off if it's yours um i think the activated token uh and the fact that it's only range two balances it a little bit because otherwise that would be stupid broken yeah now she does have to be very close and it does cost three i think we see other things like this movement shenanigans things normally being around a two but the fact that it's a push and not a push away or mm -hmm. a pull that mm -hmm. you can go any way you want with it push right. a uh, like you said an allied friend back onto a point mm -hmm. push an enemy off push someone else into range or into safety is is good i uh, think this is why you take gene yeah over somebody like cable like this power i think it separates her from other fives with a mystic builder fair uh because you like cyclops has it too effectively but it can't move enemies right um and they can be further away and it moves them longer but or not moves in the same i think those are short too but at what point is anyone being like oh well i would have brought cyclops but so <laughs> but in x-men but everything else. right you know what i mean but even then he's not chosen often i'm definitely going to shoot myself on the foot at some point and have cyclops lead the x-men with gene just to try her out yeah you know the family i'll have cable there too I'll be able to get telekinetic force off more often honestly being able to throw fucking hulk or she hulk around or black dwarf into a doc Ock, you might as well her last ability is shield mind this is a reactive two power when this character or an allied character within range four of it would ad be advanced, placed, or pushed by the effects of an enemy mystic attack or enemy superpower, you may use this superpower. Uh, the allied character 
is not advanced, placed, or put. This is huge. Mm -hmm. I like this one. This is why I start to say that it's creeping into six territory. Preventing a character. This is Hulk's favorite new friend. Yeah. This is the Shuri killer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is Hulk's new friend. And the fact that it only costs two energy. I understand that it's only energy based. And there's a lot of throws that are physical and, or, phys you know, pushes and throws that are physical or mystic. No, so it's only attacks are mystic based. It'd be all enemy superpowers. Right. Oh. Yeah. If it, oh, yeah. that makes it even better. It does. Wow. So one of the best current five threats in the game, Loki with the mind gem. Uh, this gets around that. This gets around Thanos portaling you around or moving you around with the mind gem. This and gets around a lot of mind gems, actually. Good. Yeah. Gets a, yeah. Uh, gets around um, Enchantress, Enchantress. Uh, drawing you. Yeah. The fact that this is only two energy. Mm hmm. I think that starts to creep into six territory. Especially with Omega Red coming out, who's going to be pulling your allies around. Yep. It gets around Venom pulling people around. Yeah, this oh, is right, because they're superpowers. Yep. Which I mean, and because she has. Um, so this would not work against Shuri because it's part of an energy attack, not a right. mystic. Oh, is it mystic? Is that a mystic symbol? I'm sorry. Yep. I thought it was an energy symbol. They all lie balls. Okay. All right. So, okay. So Shuri's still um, S tier. Got it. Viable. Yep. yep. Uh, still S tier. Got it. Not um, viable. Um, but with Le uh, with uh, latent uh, psychic potential, she's guaranteed to do this every turn mm -hmm. to to buffer it. Um, here's here's my here's my thing. Yeah. I would have preferred because I don't understand where she is supposed to fit. Is she supposed to be young Jean? She feels like we're creeping into almost uh, Phoenix level but not quite. And I really wanted to have like a four threat or a three threat gene yeah. within a six threat Phoenix and come up with an ultimate encounters with it at the same time. Right. I don't want a five threat, six threat unless we get our first seven. You know what I mean? Which I don't see happening. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it could be. I, to me, she maybe, represents maybe nineties. If you gene. run both of Galactus's feet at the same time, that would count as a seven. <laughs> I haven't right. that one in a while, but sure. Uh, yeah. To me, she represents nineties gene, but, comics not the cartoon because mm. in the comics she was perfectly proficient with her power she was really good she wasn't quite up there uh where she got later on because she had like died in the 80s and come back but yeah she's definitely not cartoon gene because she was practically useless now this might be my fault um but i don't put um canon i guess Mm -hmm. As for how, like, I, I I don't take the, this is early or late of this character kind of into account at all. I did not expect us to see a five threat for Jean Grey. No. Um, Me neither. But once again, I don't know. I'm really on the cusp on her. She's got a lot of really cool stuff, mm -hmm. but almost specifically in situations in which you would, she's a counter pick. I guess is what I'm trying to say. She is a very good tool um, against specific threats. If they have a size four on the other team, especially fucking Hulk, if you can throw a strength nine physical attack against someone with, or MODOK too, holy shit. Oh, yeah. With only two physical uh, defense mm -hmm. and be able to throw them into somebody else, that is an awesome efficiency of, of power expenditure. Yeah. Um, being able to prevent the movement is one of those things where it is either going to absolutely trounce their plan 
or never be used. Right, because people just won't use the power if they know they're within four of Gene. Like, right. oh, Gene's got two power on her, so I'm just not going to do this and use power for something else, maybe. Which still shuts it down. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, that shield mind is is really, really good. But I don't, it doesn't work against throws. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're running something where you are heavily relying on pushes or advancing other people, it's kind of a niche market. You know what I mean? Throws, absolutely, but it doesn't stop throws. So this is stopping specific things. So weirdly, uh, you said it would stop Omega Red or Venoms. I don't think it will. Because it specifically says advanced, placed, or pushed. A pull is different than a push. Pulls or pushes, though. Are you sure? Yes. So like Venoms, I believe. So like, actually, because I might not be right on this. I feel like they're, they're actually two different things. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I might be mistaken there. It might just be a, a pull. A pull might just be a push in a certain direction. I I believe that is the case, but... Because uh, I'll double check like Venom's card. Maybe Venom's pull. card says... I think it's pushed. Is it a push toward, toward like towards him? Is that what it is? It is... Oh, yeah. Yep. Push an enemy towards. Yep. Okay, so never mind. I, I guess push is just a vernacular, but not that we use in like... Because that's how it works yeah. out on the table, but it's not an actual game term like I was I was thinking. So never mind. Um, but so so yeah, so I I see it being you know what I mean. Pulls or pushes aren't super common, and especially aren't super common with a lot of the characters that are taken on a super regular basis. We might see a bunch more. Yeah. Um, but as of right now. And maybe it's just because I only care about throws and I don't care about pushes at all, so I don't really <laughs> notice them. But I could definitely see Cassandra Nova having that, or you know, some kind of mind control thing like Enchantress yeah. has to either push or advance or place a character. So Jean could she's like a counter to the model she comes with. Yeah, she also has uh, one more stamina, one more health on the other side too. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah, her which I think side, like seven. So like again. I think she's creeping into. I'm just saying there's a bit of a power creep here, especially when you can start comparing her to the older fives that had come out, um, like Thor, mm-hmm. like uh, I forget who the other example was that I had, but um, like I would have, I would have preferred to see if you wanted to keep her at, like in that. She's an overly efficient five, creeping into six. Um, the fact that she has really good defenses. She does. So, like I said, the the thing that absolutely puts her in this threshold for me is yeah. the health and the defense. I think a three three five would have made a lot more sense um, because I don't understand why she has a, a higher energy defense. And unless I mean, I guess like maybe she could block. it. I don't know. Um, the fact that she has one more health, she should have stayed six six, I think. Um, yeah, would have made a lot more sense. And And that just. That shield, that shield for two, it should be three. Mm. Because it's so specific, I'm fine with it being a two. But all of her other stuff is three also. And she has access to kind of some extra power and should in general have more power on her because of the sap and the additional power during the power phase. She is a she's going to be potentially for everybody else except for anybody that's on this channel producing a ton of energy for herself. Yeah, because she gets to right off the bat. She has sap. And her and her sep also uh, or her builder also is based off damage dealt, not just a flat out yeah. one. Um, so she, you know, could potentially generate two, a minimum of two, possibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, 
it just it just feels like there's more efficiency. It's creeping into six when you compare it to other things. And X-Men have become the movement affiliation. They have yes. movement shenanigans out the ass now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Storm can move you, Cyclops can move you, and now she can move you. Yeah, that's super fair. Um, I, it just it just feels like six territory. Um, but I guess they did this so they can release a Phoenix model later on. I yeah. hope. You know what I mean? I still take G- uh, Scarlet Witch over her, uh, but Scarlet Witch is all damage. Yes, yeah. everything that she has right. is damage. Well, and it also depends on your affiliation. Yeah, you're not gonna take. You wouldn't take her. Oh, in I X-Men. would personally, but yeah. in X Men, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you specifically because you have such a hard on for Scarlet Witch. Yeah, but if you're running <laughs> X Men and you need that affiliation, because also she gets um, X Men First Class bonus. And she gets um, yeah. what's the other card that they have that's specifically them? To me, my X Men. Yeah, she gets to me my X Men yeah. too. So there's even more movement. First class is really good. I think first class is probably one of the better affiliation cards. That the one you play in the power phase, you don't have to spend power to interact yep. with objectives. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. This is and where... she's got a medium movement. Yeah, I mean, I kind of nice. argue maybe short. For how good she is, why not? Really? I, I don't know. Around. I'm just trying to balance her somehow. I don't think she I think she's perfectly fine as a five. I don't even think she's a top tier five. I think she she's really good at what she does, which is manipulating the battlefield for her teammates a little bit for the enemy as well with matter transmutation. But um, especially like I I tend to play way too aggressive. So I, I my first thought is how how much damage can this character do? And Jean just I don't think she compares to like Thor or Modok or potentially even Ghost Rider if he actually rolls well. Um, like, yeah, telekinetic force is great, but the fact that it's physical downgrades it just a little bit. Mm. And she has... And what, it's expensive for a five, honestly. Six. With six yeah. power, yeah. Um, and I think her health is slightly below or average for a five threat. Because I believe Modok and Thor are both... And and Ghost Rider are all fourteen. Um, Modax ten four. Uh, Thor Scarlet is Witch six is eight. 12. Yeah, Scarlet Witch is a little bit lower. But then Jean is is uh, I think really well balanced out by that three physical defense, where the most common attack type in the game yeah. is her worst defense. Yeah, but also cool hit her with a bunch of physical that just puts more power on her. You know what I mean? Like yeah, go ahead. I want you to beat this woman. In the face, so I can get more energy. Out but kind of like Black Bolt, yeah. Please flip me so I can whisper. Right, like give yeah. me, yeah. Do have one attack, have one round of attacks on me. She's got six health, so the likelihood that you're gonna KO her, you know, with one activation is pretty low. And then she's gonna have six power on her. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. She's gonna be able to th- to do her throw. She'll at least be able to do her throw, and then have energy to be able to move somebody. And then she can, you know, side bolt you twice with that range four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a five threat, she should be scary. You, mm-hmm. you don't want power on her for sure. Um, I just don't I don't see her as a power creep because I think she's really good at what she does. But it's different than what other five threats out there do. Currently. What she does isn't nice. <laughs> um, Sometimes I, if she so goes I, with Cyclops, you know, I you got to look at that. Yeah, picture there's all one. Sad. One thing she's really good at, it's gaslighting dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I'm I'm with both of you. I, I think she is really good at the specific things she do, does. I don't. I think she deserves a spot in the roster. I don't think she's going to be in every game from that roster though, because I think you need other. I, she's a counter pick for me. Mm. Maybe. I I guess I could see. It. I just I think the first three months she's going to be taking a ton, and then who and and we haven't seen the Cassandra Nova. Right. Um, I'm scared of that person one. yet. Yeah, what a fucking wild card. I have no idea what's going to be on that old, card. Old bald Ryu there. You right. know what I mean? I find it really yeah. weird that we got Omega Red's panel to play before Cassandra Nova. We're simply not going to be able to handle Cassandra Nova's card. No. You know? It's going to be... I've seen a bunch of people on Facebook that are saying, like, is she going to be our first seven threat? It's like, oh. She's going to be a four. <laughs> Get ready for that. You know what I mean? Just like the when are the X-Men coming, that'll be the... That's I, I, resp- I When's the next somebody's well, comment. They're definitely going to be a seven. There's no way this character won't be a seven. Galactus's toenail is going to be a seven. <laughs> oh, wait, d- down to just his toenails now? Silver Surfer. Damn. The goat going to be a seven. <laughs> I'm actually super curious how, uh, how they will do some of those characters. Yeah. I hope we don't. I hope it never caps over a six. Yeah, same. I, uh, building lists are already too difficult with sixers. Yeah, unless you're She-Hulk. So, um, all right, let's talk about our game played. Um, at the time that this drops, it was a week ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was over a week ago, but it's up at Twitch.tv/slash Professional Casual Network, and it will be up on the YouTube here. Um, the Ultimate Encounters, Magneto, Mutant Masterworks. Um, let's go around the table. Let's talk about. Our, what we thought going into it, how we felt about the game, how we felt after. Uh, well, uh, let's let's do let's do first. Imp- let's do expectations first. What did you feel, Tim, uh, about the game going into it? What were you expecting? Things of that nature. I expect expected a lot of heavy, convoluted rules and a lot of things to remember that we were going to easily forget. Mm. We did forget a handful of things, mm. but nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to no. be. Um, I think a lot of it wasn't that we forgot. It was like, oh, we just missed this line in the in the rule book yes. that changes things a lot, like the debris piles. Yeah, so the debris piles were one. Uh, also, I gave myself power during my initial turn, which I should not have gotten. It should have been only based on the storm level. Right. Um, but I, I also didn't do that. I think it actually worked out to even because I didn't give myself power for the storm level at the start. Um, that said, I expected to see a lot more movement of the debris tracker. Uh, There almost wasn't any back and forth for the first couple rounds. In the later rounds, it was constant. It was shooting way up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you were spending it to just bail our And it just felt, I don't know, for a while it felt like you just had it maxed out. Yeah, Yeah. I did. And it was just like, oh, okay, I guess you're just going to do all the things. I didn't see any way for us to lower that it was you would use it and then would lower and then you would just destroy things to get it back up yeah um that was one thing i found a little frustrating that i didn't feel like there was anything that we could do to to mitigate that and make it not as bad for us exhausting magneto which is another thing we forgot for the first little while that every time you exhaust him you remove things from the debris counter equal to his levels of exhaustion mm-hmm. it still was like one or two yeah you know it wasn't it didn't change it that much so my expectations going in, I actually had a plan 
And then we read the rules a bit closer and realized that plane wasn't going to work because I really wanted to incinerate those debris piles to take them out as quick as possible. Mm. Um, and then I was like, oh, shit, I can't. There's no special conditions on those. I missed that. So that kind of threw a damper on a couple of things. But other expectations were it looked like it was going to be difficult because we had a lot of things to do. But. Yeah, my expectations were I was going to fist fight Dan at some point during the game <laughs> uh, and that it was going it was going to be an uphill battle for not Magneto. It, when, I, when I read through it, it just seemed like, wow, Magneto, much like how all the ultimate encounters are, it just seems super stacked in one way. And it's an uphill battle for the crisis team mm -hmm. to go against yep. the cosmic threat, except for the Hulk one. <clears throat> it, yeah, very much so. Accurate. Um, but I felt like, okay, Tim is going to probably have a super easy time with this. And it's just going to be him playing with his dinner before he eats it kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that's what it felt like going into it. Um, definitely my recommendation would be reading over the rules several times because there was just stuff we were missing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, the format of where rules were yeah. and the accessibility of them, honestly, unfortunately, wasn't stellar. Right. Uh, Not the best on AMG's part for layout. Yeah. It felt yeah. weird. Well, just the, the soldiers that came out of the rally points were really confusing. I felt like it wasn't quite clear enough. Like I'm, I'm looking at Facebook right now and somebody had a question in uh, the official group that was that he says when Magneto flips the soldiers, does he take that token or does it go in the discard pile right away? Like, cause we kind of played that he was holding the, the secret codes, mm -hmm. which I, I, I still don't think we know. For I don't think that was how I think it's, if he flips it, it goes in the discard pile. And if it's the secret, if it's something that he gets to power, otherwise it just goes in the discard pile. Right. But like, I feel like that could have been clearer. Yeah, and the rules. That part was the most confusing for me by far. Especially we, when we played that both ways. At the start, we assumed that it got discarded, and we did. Right. And then we like retconned it later to be like, oh well, I think they stay on. So then we put it on someone well, who would have damaged. That just made it like nearly impossible because then it was like because it specifically said once you if you have no more soldiers in in the pile, you shuffle the discard pile and put it back. So that means you had to interact with them all through the thing again to try to find the code. Yeah. And then pick it up. Which could just, you know, that you only have four or five turns before Magneto kills everybody anyway, because he's so powerful. Well, that and there is a shot clock, even if you go. Even so, like, at best, you have four rounds because it just there's that many movements. For Did we go into five? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, I somebody I think I can't remember if somebody in chat or one of us realized at the end that the better move was to destroy the debris pile things partway through the game. Yeah. And not, not focus on them from the beginning, which we just didn't realize, I guess what the debris piles did, which is they prevent the missile from being able to pass over them. Mm -hmm. So the trick is you wait for the missile to kind of already be there. Yeah. And, and then you it. shut it down. Yeah. So it can't pass over. Yeah. And uh, it's a risk reward for both people. You right. know what I mean? Do you, not go for those you go for magneto first so you can get that thing stuck there but if you end up not doing it and you don't get one of those debris piles down before his next turn finishes he's won yeah or as a magneto player do you take that risk try to get it through there see if you can throw everyone off before because that will get, get you there a whole turn sooner right if yeah you just go literally straight ahead mm -hmm. but potentially then only be able to win by tabling your opponent at that point 
which he could do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we saw. Yeah. But it's just like, I, I love this about the Ultimate Encounters, though, because it makes me want to play it again and try a different strategy. Yeah. Like the Ultron one, we've done a handful of times now. Mm-hmm. And every time the team tries something slightly different, and I feel like that Ultron isn't quite as hitty as this Magneto. Like Ultron, I don't think was dazing or KOing somebody every activation. Right. As Magneto, yep. we saw right away when he just moved up and was like, Iron Fist, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Ultimate Encounter, so he is super cranked up. Oh, yeah. Like crazy amount. Um, so our feelings uh, during the game. Um, Again, a lot of a lot of just there needs to be clarification about stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope that they do drop an FAQ for it. Yeah. Fairly soon. Um, I'd like that. What would be your recommendations for a crisis? You get 17 threat. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your suggestion for crisis? Your crisis teams for this one? Yeah. Like if, if somebody was like, OK, what should I bring? What would you recommend? A bunch of threes and fours. You want bodies on the table. You yep. want long movement. Mm-hmm. And you want um, incinerate. Because eventually, at some point, you, you almost need two teams. You need a team that's going to be going after the rallies and the debris piles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also want someone with a couple beat sticks, which mm-hmm. it almost feels like a trap. But you having a Thor... Or having a, a Valkyrie, or I'm sorry, not a Valkyrie, uh, Angela or She-Hulk, or someone that can put heavy damage, especially physical, mm-hmm. onto Magneto, is necessary to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, literally. I think like because I brought Thor, I brought Asgard. Also, um, movement. Uh, you had brought um, Loki with uh, space. Space, yeah, that space was super helpful. The and super affordable uh, six threat Loki and Enchantress. Uh, being able to move Magneto. Um, or prevent him from activating his, like, no more mutancing, his long movement. Right. Uh, sapping, poisoning, doing things to prevent power from being able to go on him or take it off, I think is stellar. Yeah. Pretty much anybody who can bring an incinerate, anybody who can put slow on him mm-hmm. um, is really good. Um, but, like, stagger doesn't matter. He's immune to stagger. He's immune to... Stun. Stun. Both. Yeah, no, I'm laughing because it it just I was trying to use more new models. Uh, I didn't realize how much stagger and stun Iron Fist and Luke Cage have where like a ton of their extra stuff just didn't work. And it was like, oh, well. I'm normal, I guess normally I wouldn't I wouldn't feel either of those models against him in this like Luke ended up doing work at the end of it. Yeah, because he was one of the only ones left. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, because he has pretty I mean, he has stagger on his builder. Yeah. With two wilds, which is I think I rolled at one point, but he's immune to it. So, you know, watching what what statuses that your characters can inflict on Magneto is huge Mm -hmm. because incinerate for sure. Shock is a big deal on him because he can attack a lot. Yep. um, With that free. You just you didn't I don't think you did a single move action all game. You just Mm -hmm. use that. Yeah. That long move superpower instead every time, which was. He yeah. was he was shockingly fast, and that's why slow's so good on him because slow negates that. Does it? Yeah, it changes your movement to short. Well, the superpower specifies is just a long movement. Normally, this Magneto has a medium move. No, because it's the same situation when people have superpowers. 
that allow them to move that would be you make a long movement it changes it to short that's why short is so that's why uh slow, slow is so hmm. good oh yep hmm. that's my understanding anyway that's how i understand it that was the main reason i took hawkeye was to be able to hit him with a different status effects yeah. which worked pretty well but then every time i got one or two status effects on him we ended up dazing him anyway and yeah. then we just lost them all uh which was a little frustrating but you know Being i'd like to try it again with a different tactic i think cable was still a good call uh, for a number of reasons especially in the later rounds throwing that shield up constantly on people and <laughs> having access to incinerate on a builder mm. uh, yeah you can't always get towed up in magneto's face to try to incinerate him you know? <laughs> so and it worked like three out of four times i think yeah there was one point where i remember i shot him twice and didn't get a wild either time and it was like ah that was the one thing i have him here for because like all he did was he body slide by one shot twice and then the very last round i think he used the shield twice and that was all he did uh one of the other things i think is super cool to use against him um when his debris track gets up there blow up as much terrain as possible mm -hmm. that is the time oh, i do think throws are good sense. against him because he only has three physical defense yeah he doesn't have any of the things that he would on his normal card to just like negate being thrown or pushed or things like that so i think once his track gets up there um or he's even close to it it just full send to make sure that when he does start spending he can't get any back on him that makes a lot of sense so you're clearing the field honestly so you can't characters like up. punisher characters like mystique um yep. and explosions are great again yeah because the well explosions and more importantly you can just blow up the terrain to keep it away from him mm -hmm. you know what i mean from keeping him from being able to throw it at you yeah. and stuff like that so um but and lesser except pushing him I right and yeah. i think uh in humans would be really good against against him in this because um Oh, Medusa. If you well, Medusa in general is just a phenomenal character. And Black Bolt um can blow up terrain with his beam yeah. the, with his whisper. In a pinch, if you have the energy to do it, since that's what you're gonna work for anyway. Get mm -hmm. a lot. It's, yeah, suggest 20 or more pieces of terrain Which on the was field. Yeah. Obnoxious. Yeah. So much terrain. And pick pick good stuff. Pick stuff that's easy to climb over in general. Just design, physical design wise. Not a bunch of sticks? Yeah. Yeah, but I you only have so much surface area. You need a bunch of like lampposts and garbage cans and stuff like that. I mean, no? sure. They're still easier to get around than a stick. Okay. Yeah. Or you don't actually know what the hell the. Uh, oh, the downed tree. Yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I was trying to figure out what you meant by sticks, but yeah. I, I think I got it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I'd love to see it from the other side, but I will take Magneto literally whenever uh, <laughs> anyone leaves any opportunity, even a pause in their sentence for me to be able to like <laughs> that position. Overall, uh, I really like this one. I yeah. like how there was kind of a lot going on. I just really like these ultimate encounters in general, and I love that they're just free extra ways to play. Yeah. Like this one, and um, I know Vibranium Heist wasn't an ultimate encounter, but same kind of just additional way to play. I love I it's kind of it's, I know it's too bad for some people that it's only available um, at local game stores. Yeah. Unlike uh, Ultrons and Hulks, which is just online. You can just download it. You can print it out if you want. But I love how this one comes with tokens. It comes yeah. with uh, the actual little booklet. Magneto's big old card is super cool. I love that stuff. And I just, it's great. And we're giving some away. Um, 
so on the Discord mm -hmm. this week, mm -hmm. uh, talking about the Moon Knight model that was shown. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that was was epic. Uh, we've we've created and we've crafted a crisis threat based around Moon Knight. It takes place on the same map as Legacy Virus. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're the two objective tokens mm -hmm. on the far ends of each side are people that owe Moon Knight money. <laughs> the middle token <laughs> is Drink a ketamine bitch. dealer. Oh, God. You get one victory point during the cleanup phase for each stack of money that you've recovered for Moon Knight. You can turn in a stack of money at the ketamine dealer for ketamine. <laughs> if you control the ketamine, you roll one additional die on all physical attacks and one fewer die on all physical defenses. But you also get two victory points at the end of the cleanup phase. You can also spend five power with the ketamine to give it to Moon Knight and gain five victory points. The tokens on the far end are, of course, Dracula, who owes Moon Knight money. Also not an Avenger. <laughs> you and checked. You checked. And I forget who the other one was. I was going to say. There's someone else who owes Moon Knight money. I forget who it was, though. Let's see if I can find that other meme, because that, that just... All of those sequence of memes was so great. It was like I really needed it that day too. But so yeah, so get ready for that official professional casual network Marvel Crisis Protocol threat. I'm gonna be sick that day. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a lot of rules. This, when I told Danny that I was running that uh, every two threat character list, yeah, uh, she was like, "Oh, I can't. I think I have diarrhea that day." <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Um, but I love the ultimate encounter. It is a lot more linear than I thought it was going to be because it's right. simply at the end of the round, Magneto's moving the nuke and it's getting closer and it's going to be there in X amount of turns, even if he completely avoids mm -hmm. um, the debris piles. Mm -hmm. Right. The fact that the debris piles do damage back potentially to everyone around it yes. kind of also leans into that. Don't send everyone there. That shouldn't be your first priority. Right. Be putting damage and status effects and bleed. Put bleed on Magneto. There's only a couple ultimate encounters where you can put bleed on them. Right. But because they activate three times in a round, do it. Yeah, You're either wasting an action well. or they are getting actually some legitimate damage there. Right. And you need to get the exhaustion tokens on him. Mm -hmm. So bleed is really good. Yeah. You have to. What is it? 30 damage you have to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over. Just to flip the rocket to be able to interact with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of work you have to do. But it's funny, you say it's pretty linear for the cosmic threat player. Not at all for the crisis team. Uh, yeah, there's as, so much going on As for far them. as the flow of combat, like, it's this thing is moving. It's a payload map. Like, yeah. uh, I know you guys don't play either of those uh, the games that have payload maps, but... I have uh, Star Wars Battlefront had it. Oh, it does have... Yeah, okay, yeah. So, um... It's it's moving. It's going. Mm -hmm. It's only going one of two routes. It's directly there watch. because they're being risky or the long way, which is still only one additional turn. Yeah. But keep them coming, AMG. Love these. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we know there's um, something thank you, Dallas. Sentinel Raid thing and then separation anxiety. We know we're not sure exactly what those are yet, yeah. but 
more more ways to play i'll take it and cree the, wasn't there a cree oh yeah cree something yeah That's right blockbuster hollywood video cree target cree night of the cree <laughs> what is happening over there Cree huh. the hunter right so my suggestion <laughs> for this uh if you're building your rosters mm-hmm. build a 17 threat either way of Take either silver what Take quest silver if you're if you're gonna do this. Yeah, I guess. I think uh, it's awesome for this. Moving all around, getting those things. I mean, legitimately he could get, pick up, and deliver all of the secret codes to the nuke once it's flipped in a single turn. Double long move, maybe. Triple long move. And he can't. Why? Because he, he can't well, he can move. long move to the to the missile, drop one off, and then he can do the his special power to go back, pick uh, up another one, and then yeah. long move if it's all within range, which or to get to the good. initial one, you know what I mean? You power move there first, then you have two long moves after that with a objective token. Guess. But what were you saying? I'm sorry, I interrupted. I don't know. I it's pointless now. No, I want to hear it. No, I just work here, man. Um <laughs> I don't know. With that being said, true believers, are we done? Did we talk about everything? What do you think Cassandra Nova is going to have? Because I'm sure that the panel to play comes out when this video releases. Yeah, right. I literally don't. I don't know who this person is. Yeah. I literally don't have any other than she's Patrick Stewart's bastard daughter or whatever. I have no idea like what she is. Because she's in the same box as Jean Grey. And because Jean Grey is very predominantly... I stop things from being moved when I don't want them to be moved. Sure. She will absolutely have a mystic attack. So she's going to be a prized physical fighter. Got it. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. She just Hadoukens around yep. off of her uh, Hadouken ramp. I don't remember ever having a power signature like that in the comics. Same. It's so weird. Uh, I just want her to have a thing where she can reach through somebody's face like she does to, in one of the first yeah. panels she's in. I think that's her builder. It's called reach through face. <laughs> Oh, I hope they come with a tactics card that has uh, Johnny Triface or whatever his name was. Oh, Johnny Three-Face? Is it Three Triface? Three-Face Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the best mutants. Um, difficult uh, struggle for him during the pandemic. Very difficult to find the old uh, triple mask. But. He's a geeter. I say five threat. Mystic Builder. Mm. That pushes on a wild. Not pushes. She can advance them on a wild. Okay. That's really powerful. It is. Her spender is also mystic Mm -hmm. and works like uh, illusions. Where it also moves people against their will. She will not have a throw. But she will be able to move enemies a short advance. And... She will get an additional power during the power phase. And all wilds in her defense rolls for mystic attacks count as two. Just like Ultron. Just like Ultron. (gasps) One of the strongest, actually one of the biggest up-and-comers of Marvel Crisis Protocol. Early season five, Xavier Protocols Tournament to current Season 5 Xavier Protocols Tournament, over 1 million percent more people (laughs) 
are taking Ultron than they were initially. <sighs> Damn it, he's right. Over 32 billion percent more people mm -hmm. are taking Ultron now than they were at the start of the season. Yeah. All right. He's got us on a technicality. Over 69. Nice. Total percent more people <laughs> are taking Ultron than they were at the start of the season. It works out to be about what? Eight people. Four. <laughs> Let's not, whoa, let's not, let's not get out of pocket. It was four more people. I mean, if you're running Cabal and you need a heavy hitter in there. If you want someone with two builders, the first OG two builder was Ultron. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I look at Ultron's, Ultron's card and I don't think he's that bad, personally. He's not good. He's not bad. He's four threat and you kind of don't get anything for it. Unless you want to roll two extra, or unless you want to roll an extra success on a wild against mystic only attacks. I mean, sure, but for Cabal specifically, they don't have a ton in there that's fours. They have a ton of threes. They have a um, couple of fives. There's like 84 characters on Cabal. Yeah, there's, don't they have um, everything? They have Sinister. Mr. Sinister, I think, is a four. I looked, I looked it up the other day. Should he's not four. on Cabal. Right, but he should be because he's too strong. <laughs> is, uh, maybe he is two? on Cabal. Am I totally blanking? They oh. have... Oh, okay. Doctor... Er, doctor, good lord. Oh, they uh, have Bob. I, oh, yeah. Oh, Bob Marino. Yo, Bob was a great pick against old, uh, Magneto, though. Yeah. I shot a missile at him. That was pretty cool. It was cool. Did some work. Boom. Uh, and then I had him just run objectives. Yeah. Yeah. All he did. Activate him last. Like, yeah. Can't. Can you? So that's so that's the downside of his uh made it super hard because you get to activate three times. Well, you also in a turn. He also always activates last before the round ends. So there's there's right. not kind of a way to benefit from right. That. Bob is getting murked, which I guess yeah. like fluff wise makes sense. You know what I mean? Like he is just a dude. Yeah. Um, so Cabal has Enchantress, Killmonger, Kingpin, Loki, um, Mr. Sinister, Red Skull, Sabretooth, and Ultron at fours. Yeah, there's only eight fours on that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like, I'd rather take a Sabretooth over an Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Okay. Sinister over an Ultron, I guess. Uh, Ultron's great in a list specifically when you don't want to bleed or be poisoned, though. So, or if you have to have another flyer or something. Yeah. I guess. Does he fly? Yep. Ultron is fly. Yeah. Okay. It's fly. Crazy. Listen, <clears throat> he only has a four. You're going to know strength really well soon. Strength. Yeah, fair. All right. So, if you didn't check it out, yesterday was the first league game Woo! on the, the channel for the. Infinity War League. Yeah. Yep. Which means we gave away the first player kit for the league last night. But what that also means. That's what we're giving away, not the Mutant Master. Yeah, Wars. we're not giving away the Mutant. Thing. That's why he didn't reply to it. I was like, that was weird. I thought I was throwing him a bone there, but I said the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> and a commenter on this video will also get a player kit. For yeah. Infinity War for League. For the Infinity War League. We're very clear about that. Which includes the tokens, the gem sheets, and the gem tracker. Mm -hmm. And some cards. There's a whole bunch of cards in the Crisis Threats, too. Oh, he's nice, got a good nice throw. Packet. 
Oh, Sorry, I was I was reading over his card. He's he's got a good throw. He also has one of the best spenders in the game, which yeah. lets you Choose. roll additional dice in your attack roll for how many criticals your target gets in their defense roll. But you have to use it ahead of time. Oh, that's a that's a reactive superpower he has. Yes. Yeah, analyze and annihilate. Right, I would never use that. Right. Um, yeah, it's garbage. No, but I mean, he's got a size three. <laughs> he's a within pile. range three throw uh, medium. Yeah. Interactive terrain. That's really good. I mean, range three is really good versus yeah. a range two. That's a really good thing. Um, all will be metal. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. What does it, it do? Was, it was so funny, though. He gets, to, he gets to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's his defense one when there were no mystic attacks in the starter box. Yeah. Or for a while. Oh, Modoc. Modoc. Came yeah. at the same time, but it was the only one for a long time. Well, very specifically now, especially competitively, that's really good because there's a ton of characters that have a ton of mystic attacks. Mm-hmm. He's really good at blocking that. Yep. His spender's pretty solid. He's definitely gotten better. Three Metallic Fury? Yeah. yeah. It's three energy, range three, set strength seven. He can choose whether it's a physical or energy, and it does bleed automatically. Yeah. That's pretty solid. I calling it right now, Ultron MVP of your team, even though you have Bullseye. <laughs> when Bullseye's not on the table. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. gonna take Bullseye every time though. Oh, you're goddamn right. I but am. he's immune to bleed, he's immune to poison. Bullseye? No, he's not. No, <laughs> fucking Ultron, you <laughs> dink. Oh. Um I can guarantee you Bullseye's gonna be throwing more stuff than Ultron will, though. Because all of Bullseye's attacks are throws, we know. <laughs> Another technicality. Oh, it's wild. It's not criticals. Yeah. I didn't realize Ultron's defenses were so good. Four, three, four. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He's a, he's a pretty, I mean, he's not the best four in the world, but. He's better than Jean Grey. He's going to counter the shit out of her. What's she going to do? <laughs> she can't do energy attacks. That's the only thing he's kind of not great against. <clears throat> right? That's true. This yeah. is lower defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I don't think he is as bad as everybody. Although no one really shits on him, I guess. Not they, anymore. Now that just, he's been taking seventeen thousand billion percent more than he had been. Right. Anyway, all right. True believers, have a good night. <laughs>